Hello, everybody, and welcome to the DS9 Minute, a green shirt mini-sode where a couple of newbies, myself and Rob. Hi, it's me, Rob. <laughs> are watching DS9 for the first time with a couple of seasoned veterans, John. Joel on true. And Bobby. Dabo! <laughs> I was waiting for a Dabo. We've given ourselves nine minutes collectively to each offer up nine thoughts on episode three, A Man Alone. John, throw up that timer. Okay, here it goes. Uh, first off, um, things we know about Odo that we've learned in this episode. One, he's never coupled. Two, he hates Cleon Opera. Three, doesn't like being on Deep Space Nine. Four, sleeps in a bucket. <laughs> Pale. Pale. Okay. Uh, I really like how well they show that uh, Quark and Odo have been together on the station for a while. The way they're con- you know, talking in the beginning is just really good lived-in mm-hmm. space. Totally love that relationship. Uh, uh, with Aquiel, it's apparently Murder Mystery Week in Trekland. I kind of hope they keep doing this, that like each week, both shows do their own version of the same premise. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, who just burst into a Holocene? <laughs> and like, like that's like bursting in when you're taking a shit in your own like private bathroom or something. That's weird. <laughs> I will say this about the Odo and Quark uh, frenemy status. Uh, I like it. And I, where else do we see this in fiction? Like Batman and Catwoman, Black Cat and Spider-Man, Cat Williams and Wanda Sykes, a kitty cat and a puppy dog. <laughs> <laughs> Other cats and dogs. Uh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. As good as that uh, relationship is between those two, the argument between Keiko and Miles is terribly staged and very obvious with the voiceover and they're just like pantomiming and Mm. the director should be a little ashamed of that. (laughs) Uh, Well, yes, Bobby, with that uh, opening uh, scene, uh, my wife and I also courted over a video game. We did it with uh, Medieval. We were playing that and we smooch and stuff between that. Ooh, gross. (laughs) Ew, gross. Um... Uh, since we're talking about O'Brien's selfish move to DS9, what the fuck about Keiko, who was, like, actually having a career on, you know, TNG? Mm-hmm. And now she just got nothing to do except worry that gangs are going to take over her kids? And next. Um, f- uh, feel comfortable with your discomfort, was something that was said, and that is also my family <laughs> crest. speaking of discomfort uh i really liked the bull lights it's a small moment small effects but i feel like they really put some love into one the bull lights in the box and then the color changing effect and i love how little shit everybody around those two folks gave about them changing colors (laughs) yeah Mm, 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 mm. Uh, i really don't so i I realize cisco speaks Always, like he's narrating an episode of Tales from the Dark Side. <laughs> Just all the time. Well, I agree with you. And I made a note. Well, maybe Cisco actually is speaking like somebody would speak in the fucking future mm. instead of 20th century. Maybe we're so fucking like our panties and twists <laughs> about why is he talking so weird? It's because it's the fucking future, people. We're going to talk differently. Well, talking, uh, speaking of Cisco and the future, uh, the fact that Cisco makes the school, he makes sure the school is well funded. This is how I know we're watching science fiction. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> also, how we know that this is Cisco and not Picard. Uh, Picard would have loudly spoken up to end that uh, disagreement. Cisco puts himself physically in the middle of the fight to stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He really did. <laughs> yeah. Angry mob. Yeah. 
Um, Molly, still adorable, still creepy voice. (laughs) Chills whenever she speaks. Sounds like she might be attending the school. This is not my thought. Sounds like she might be a school student in the future, maybe. I know. I'm looking forward to seeing her grow during this. I got big um, vibes like uh, the legend of Billie Jean. Like, what are the kids going to do from Keiko? Like, they're just going to like, you know, they're going to fuck up. They're going to become gangs if we don't give them education, which later on, I have to say, I guess education might be the first sign of civility Mm -hmm. amongst a conflicted group of people in a space mall. Mm -hmm. I have a question real quick, Bobby, not my thing. But as a teacher, when someone asks you, what do you need? How often do you just go, some space? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of the students, um, of course, the obvious mashup of Jake and Nog is Jake Nog, which I don't know how many eggnog jokes we're going to have. I mean, I assume this is the fourth of a million that we're going to make on this podcast. Jake Nog is our couple couple name. Uh, good to see that relationship starting. I do. We're still feeling out who Nog's father Rom is and what character he's going to mm-hmm. be. So don't expect to keep seeing the guy you saw in this episode. No, well, we only saw bits of him. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, yeah I mean, wise. so John, yeah, you keep warning us. This is a season one of Star Trek. Don't yep. worry. It's never going to be as good as Emissary for the rest of the season. I don't know, guys. If these are the bad episodes, like, bring on the good ones. I think these past two episodes have been pretty great. (laughs) It's, like, very clearly setting up a different show than TNG. We have at least, like, three subplots in this story, maybe more. A lot of character interactions, backstory going on. I feel like everything was relatively satisfactorily resolved. Yeah. Yeah, Cam's going to be a quick converter to DS9, um, Uh just like I was when I finally finished it. But that's not my point. My point was... How about that Quark and Odo love-hate relationship, which is honest versus honest? Mm -hmm. They kind of have each other's backs, but they're also kind of like, don't tread on me. It's weird, libertarianism. But I think deep down they they have each other's backs because they need each other. they got to scratch one another. Totally. Uh, Speaking of Odo, I wonder now at this point if he's a constable or if he's just a glorified mall cop. Uh, He's just working in this mall. (laughs) Is is he going to get himself a segue? Are we looking at a Paul Blart situation? <laughs> I will say, Cam, the best description I've heard of DS9 is it does not reach the heights of TNG, but it does not even remotely reach the lows of TNG as far as its, its <laughs> highs and lows. So, but okay. my point is, uh, hey, nice to not nice to see them just throw a lynching joke in the middle of the episode. <laughs> like, wow, that, I forgot about that. Uh, right. That's how you know they're a bad mob yeah. as opposed to a good mob. Yeah. Um, yeah, so apparently this is going to be a very serialized show. That means I hope every episode three of every season has a scene of Julian getting a little bit better at his blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> this is a total switch, but I got to say, it's so fun having Dax uh, in this because the the pronoun switch is like ahead of its game mm. in like so many ways. Mm-hmm. And it's like done without any awkwardness. So what the fuck, yo? It's like now the 21st century, get with it. Like if like if they can do it in ni- 1993, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And everybody goes, oh, yeah, alien. Well, come on, move on. Like, come on. He, she, who cares? Um. Uh. Yeah. Um. John mentioned the lynching scene, and I'm torn because usually, uh, you know, protesting the police is usually something that I'm on board with. But yelling shifter at a guy who just you suspected for 15 minutes of a murder, a shifter is a bad chant, and b it's just like, yeah, like I'm all for a broken window. I mean, it's I love you know, Portland. I love broken windows. There was no <laughs> fires here, so we're sure it's truly, uh, you know. Anyway, Antifa, something, something, Antifa. All right. 
I will say the leader of the mob, the Mr. Always There, uh, he's too handsome and he knows he's too handsome and he likes being too handsome. (laughs) True. Uh, I love that Julian is growing a super slow fifth element in this med bay. And I just really wanted to see that murder uh, guy show up with the little white strappy dress. Yeah. All right. Um, I was just curious, like, which is more like annoying, the shapeshifter or like a cue? Um, I'm guessing shapeshifter because he still has to like, you know, s- sleep for some hours in a pail. <laughs> yes. He's not OP. Yeah. Those, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, uh, the log, Ib- Ibudan's log, uh, I don't know if you noticed, said that he was on Alderaan at one point. Uh, oh. Just, uh, he was hanging out on Alderaan. And uh, what a dumb way to cover your tracks, just having a log said that says Odo. It should have just said like, Odo, <laughs> uh, get killed by Odo or something. Like, come on. That's too obvious a uh, frame job. Yeah, one minute. Uh, I will say thank you, Rob, for saying that because Ibadan's plot, all the whole thing, really boring. This episode is <laughs> good for its character stuff, not for the actual plot. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, to that point, like he prestiged himself. That would I wanted to see more about like yep. what he was yep. doing with the clones. That would have been very interesting. <laughs> I think it's weird that you can put, be put on administrative leave, but you get to go back to your office. Never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that the, uh, not nine or is that it? Not nine. Yeah, I think that's nine. Go. I think bonus. Bonus. Go, oh, go, go. Uh, bonus. Uh, Bashir was growing a blob. Yeah, it was great. And I don't know. It's really. I'd like to follow the clone <laughs> and his new adventures. Go. The uh, Quarkanoto job offer scene was really adorable. Oh yeah. Yes, totally. Yeah. Agree. Uh, how long was Odo chairing out at the end there? Oh yeah. How long was he sitting in the chair? Last thing, Bobby. Five seconds. Bobby, go, go, go. Uh, Three. Uh, uh, I, two, I like the the the, one. I, the nope. friends <laughs> were, don't want to sit in the mixer. Humans. <laughs> nice. Good uh, like it. Love it. That's good. We should release this video too. I think that's good with the countdown and everything. This <laughs> I, should be it's on. pretty fun. We yeah. should do YouTube. We do need like a big wormhole graphic that just swallows us all up, though. <laughs> yes. Is this like a nine minute? You don't edit it at all. You just play it. Totally. Well, yeah. The intro. It was fifteen oh. minutes or whatever. I mean, maybe I'll. Do, yeah. The, well, yeah. The intro I'll edit, and maybe I'll edit like some over talk. But that's but you don't it. edit the nine minutes. Oh, can't. It's no. just... Much to my dismay from last week, but. Someone might all be timing right. us. We can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to make it super okay, easy for good. me. Well, thanks for everybody for listening. Uh, tune in next week for uh, Green Shirt and Newbie Strike Through the Next Generation. I forget where we're at with this. I guess it would be I think it's Face of the Enemy. Face of the Enemy. Yeah. And then the week after that, we'll keep up with the DS9 Minute. Nice. And we'll be take to spending nine minutes on the episode Babble. Babble. Ooh. Babble. Which is what we'll be doing. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Cheese.